Welcome to Marketing That Won't Break the Bank with Janet Kunst. It's time to turn up your company's marketing efforts. We'll show you how with a variety of actionable plans that you can start using right now. Get ready. Big results are just ahead. Now, here is your host, Janet Kunst. Hello, and welcome to Marketing That Break- that Won't Break the Bank. I am Janet Kunst, your host, and I'm so glad that you're joining us today because I am going to talk to you about one of those things that a lot of my uh, clients ask or complain about when I suggest to them that they should start a blog, and that's I don't know what to write about. So what I'm going to do today is I'm going to give you uh, 25 blog post ideas for those times when you do have writer's block. And this is the last uh, in our four-part series on blogging boot camp. And uh, during this series, what we've been doing is we've been focusing on building your blog out as your platform to reach your target audience. So in part one of the series, we looked at uh, the need to make your blog the hub of your content marketing machine. And the idea there was that um, whether you have a your blog on your website or uh, it's a standalone blog, you actually have complete control over your content and it's the place where you're going to direct all your traffic to and also where you're going to send your traffic out from. So it's almost like a bicycle wheel and your your blog is at the hub of that wheel and um, all those spokes are your social media platforms and your video platforms and that's where you're sending out your blog posts and then on those social media platforms when you're talking about things you're going to direct them back to your blog or back to your website to find out more about you and and to um, explore all of your other blog posts and all the other information that you have on that site. So in in part two of our uh, blogging bootcamp series, we looked at over 20 tools that will make blogging a little easier for you. And those tools we broke down into four different areas. Uh, We looked at uh, tools to help you uh, create your blog. We looked at tools to organize yourself when you're blogging. Uh, tools for publishing, and then for promoting your blog as well. And each of these areas is really key to making your blog successful and keeping you on track so that you you don't get frustrated with the process or overwhelmed by how much um, there is to do when you take the, on the responsibility of blogging. And then last week, in part three of our uh, boot camp series, we looked at over 15 ways that you can uh, repurpose your content. And again, we grouped those into uh, four different categories. The first one that we looked at was um, the visual image category. And then we looked at video and audio ideas for repurposing your content. Then we looked at some of the different ways that you can use written content as uh, as you repurpose your content. And then we looked at how to uh, take that content and repurpose it on some of the social platforms. And I want to remind you that uh, repurposing is all about taking that content and, and turning it into something completely different. And it may even be unrecognizable from that first thing, uh, that first piece of content content that you put together and the idea is to attract a different audience. We all learn differently so this was one of those ways that you can uh, you can get in touch with everybody's senses because some people are visual, some people need to read it, some people need to see it so you're touching them on all those different ways and HubSpot defined repurposing content as 
when you repurpose a piece of content, you're doing one of two things or both. You're either changing the format of the content or you're changing the target audience for the content. So those were the things that we discussed last week when we talked about um, repurposing your content. And I want to remind you of some of the reasons why you want to make the, your blog the hub of your content marketing. And uh, again, you're, you're, you own the, the content. So if you were just to post on, say, f- Facebook or LinkedIn or one of the other social platforms, you don't actually own the content. And you are uh, subject to whatever changes in their terms and conditions. You know that Facebook changed their algorithm a little bit uh, recently, and they're not going to be promoting um businesses in their news feeds as much as as they have in the past. So if you were just using uh, Facebook as your way to connect with your audience, you'd have to be scrambling right now to figure out the, another way to do that. Whereas if you have your blog, you have that you have that hub that you know that you can direct your audience to and it's always going to be there and it's always yours. And again, it's it's uh, your own form of social media. So with the commenting and and connecting with your audience, it's it really turns into your own form of a social media platform. It also supports uh, search engine optimization. So it's uh, your blog is really search friendly and it can be optimized for your keywords and help you get to the top of the search engines. And it'll also be able to drive sales. So you're you're using your blog to move your audience through your sales funnel, and uh, it's a way to connect with them, whether they're um, just checking you out, they've been with you for a while, or they're actually ready to purchase. So there's all different kinds of blog posts that you can do to target each one of those segments of your audience. And the last reason why you want to make your blog your hub is it's really a low-cost content management system, which means that it's just a great place uh, for you to uh, store your content, and that's why it should be the hub. So, um, so we've talked about why it's important to make your blog the hub of your content marketing and the fact that everything you do um, uh, to build your audience should be driven back to your blog or to your website or wherever your blog is. Uh, but one of the things we haven't discussed is how often you should blog and why it's important to have a consistent publishing schedule. So there's two things that being consistent with blogging can do for you. The first is that it it significantly helps with your search engine optimization because the search engines love fresh, relevant content, and it'll actually rank you higher if you're consistently updating your blog or your website. And that, again, goes back to the consistency that I just mentioned. It also gives your readers something to look forward to on a consistent basis. If they know that you're publishing your blog, say, every Tuesday, then they can anticipate it and visit your blog on a regular basis. And that also goes to help with your search engine results because uh, the search engines see that people are constantly visiting your site and interacting with you and that will say, huh, this is, a, this is a, an authority site or this is something that should show up more often in the search engine results. So if we're looking for fresh, relevant content and consistency, one of the questions that I get asked a lot, and you're probably asking is, how often do I need to publish a a blog post? And the answer really is, it depends. But what it depends on is it depends on your business goals and what you want to get out of your blog. So do you want to build your email list and and that audience? Do you want to increase engagement? 
what do you want to do with your blog? And and there's some, and it really, it, it ranges in what you can do. So some successful bloggers are out there and have um, posted uh, once a day or several times a day, and they're using their blogs really as that social network that we talked about. But there's others out there that may post once a week or even once a month. And sometimes it really is a personal preference, and it's tied to the question of how many, how much time you have to put into your blogging. Uh, and I want to remind you that your goal is to produce high-quality content that your audience will share and it, and will keep coming back for more. So this probably means that you're going to spend at least two to five hours and maybe more uh, researching your topic, crafting your message, and making sure that it's ready to go. So if you only have time in your schedule to do that once a month, that should be your schedule, but be consistent. So if it's the first Friday of every month, then it's the first Friday every month. I normally encourage my clients, especially when they're first starting out with blogging in general, to blog once a week so that the search engines can start picking up uh, on on them in, in the search engines and that'll start building uh, your momentum. So now that I, I, I'll get off my soapbox about why you need to be consistent and decide on a blogging schedule and let's move on to really um, those post ideas that uh, will help you when you have writer's block. And I want to give you these ideas now so that when, and I do mean when, because it will happen, it's not a question of if, uh, you have writer's block and are staring at that cursor on your screen and not knowing what to write, you'll have some of these ideas all ready to go, or at least you'll know where to look for some uh, inspiration. So we're going to break these uh, these ideas down into two categories. The first one is going to be where to find that inspiration for new blog posts. And the second uh, category is going to be actual types of blog posts that should start to get some of your juice, creative juices flowing. The reason why we're going to look at it this way is because I want to make sure that you are producing quality content and that content is yours alone. There's a lot of different blog posts ideas out there that you could be using and in fact when I was doing my research for today's episode I uh, googled blog post ideas for when you're stuck and there were over 35 million search results and some of those ideas and I didn't go through all 35 million pages but they were very specific from that writer's point of view. So whether it was a mommy blog or a lifestyle blog or something like that they were good ideas, but many of them may not be relevant to your niche, um, even though some of them may work and it may not produce the quality content that you're looking for. So by first looking at where to find inspiration, you'll actually be able to see what's relevant to your industry and where your audience and, and what your audience is talking about specifically and craft your blog posts based on that research rather than the formula that you found on one of those 35 million pages that may or may not work. And with that, it's time for our first break. And so when we come back, we'll start looking at where you can find inspiration for your blog posts. So stay tuned. Follow us on Twitter at VoiceAmericaTRN. Get the lowdown on guests, new shows, and your favorites. That's VoiceAmericaTRN. 
Let's face it, marketing your business is a lot more complicated than it used to be. If you are like many small business owners, you don't have the time to learn how to effectively market your business. At 411 Marketing Solutions, we recognize that when it comes to marketing, one size does not fit all. We take the time to understand your business goals and objectives, then help you put an action plan in place to engage them. 411 Marketing Solutions will help you develop a cost-effective plan that helps you build relationships with customers where, when, and how they want to communicate. Please visit us online at 411MarketingSolutions.com to find out how we can help you achieve success in your marketing efforts. That's 411MarketingSolutions.com. Tune in to the soul of enterprise, business in the knowledge economy with co-hosts Ron Baker and Ed Kless. Ron and Ed will show you how to recognize that wealth is created by intellectual capital. It's all in the possibilities that we can create and that are created for us. These possibilities are destined to be discovered by human imagination and through the service of others, creating a brighter future for all of us. The Soul of Enterprise is heard live every Friday at 1 p.m. Pacific Time, 4 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America Business Channel and simulcast at the same time on the Voice America Variety Channel. You are listening to Marketing That Won't Break the Bank. To reach Janet Kunst or her guest today, please call in to the program at 1-866-472-5790. Again, that's 1-866-472-5790. You may also send an email to Janet at 411marketingsolutions.com. Now, back to Marketing That Won't Break the Bank. So welcome back to Marketing That Won't Break the Bank. And before the break, we started our discussion on why blogging is important for your business. And I gave you some of those insights into how often you should be blogging. So now let's dive into where you can find inspiration for your blog posts. The first option that we're going to look at um, is a little uh, research heavy, but the payback is tremendous. And I want you to note that I highly suggest that you incorporate some of these ideas into your monthly or weekly to-do list so that when you do need help with your next blog post, you don't have to scramble around to find a topic. Um, so I like to borrow the the Boy Scouts motto here and and just say, when it comes to your blog, be prepared. So the first place that you can find inspiration is social media. And social media is such a large part of our lives today. Um, and, and just to give you an idea of how big it is, according to social media today, the average person spends over an hour and a half um, a day online on social sites and is active in uh, about five social media platforms. So uh, you can understand from, from just that why this is at the top of my list for where to find inspiration. So on, on all the social media platforms, people are always talking about their passions and their interests and debating what's hot and what's important to them. So what I suggest that you do is join a few groups and follow and participate in those discussions. Um, just make sure that those groups are relevant to your particular niche or your industry. And it's a great place for you to start asking questions and maybe even start tossing around some of those ideas to get feedback um, before you actually go off and write your, your blog post or what you're thinking about. The second place that you can find inspiration is to follow uh, people in your industry 
Um, you know who some of the influencers are in your industry. And in most cases, they tend to be ahead of the curve when it comes to uh, industry trends and what's going on and what's going to be the next hot topic. So in fact, in a lot of cases, they probably have some of that insider information because they're connected to the pulse of their industry and, and they are the experts and are looked to for guidance from some of those other companies and from others in the industry. So, so you really want to start following these people. And so how you do that is you make sure that you're reading their blog posts, you're following them on social media, and you're just keeping track of uh, what their take is on current uh, trends and, and, and events. And that also goes for some of the news outlets, um, especially if your industry is in the news a lot. Uh, a really easy way to do this is to use an internet-based RSS feed source, such as uh, Feedly.com or Flipboard.com. And I use both of these, and they're both available um, for desktop and mobile devices. And all you need to do is you just need to type in the type uh, the person that you want to follow or the topics that you want to follow. And on a daily basis, they'll both give you the articles that have been published uh, regarding that topic or that person or by that person. And um, you can go through the articles relatively quickly. It's, it's like just flipping through the lists that they give you. And you can um, start reading the articles that you want to read or you can save them so that you can read them uh, later. Um, but what I want to remind you is that the idea here when you're following people in your industry, it's not to copy what they've done. It's just to find inspiration so that you can write a blog post of your own. And uh, I've told you before that I'm a big proponent proponent of R&D, and in this case it means rob and duplicate, but that's not what I'm talking about here. Um, it's it's when it comes to processes. If you see somebody who has a good process that you would like to replicate, do so. But when it comes to content, do not take other people's content that, that infringes on their copyright and it's plagiarism and you don't want to go there. So that's my second uh, idea for where you can find some inspiration. The third one is to use some of the content tools in your uh, in your toolbox. And this goes back to uh, part two of the uh, blogging bootcamp series because we looked at 15 or more tools that you can use to make sure that your blog is successful. Um, and uh, the tools that I recommend that we talked about back then are um, BuzzSumo, which is buzzsumo.com, and ahrefs, which is ahrefs.com. And in both of them, what you can do is you can type in your uh, keyword topic or phrase, and they'll give you some results for free. Um, you'll need to get more results. Uh, BuzzSumo gives you about 10 results, and then if you hit the next button, it'll say, hey, sign up for our service and get the rest of these results or something like that. Uh, BuzzSumo does have a seven-day free trial, so you can kick the tires around a bit. And Ahrefs works the same way, but their trial is a seven-day trial, and it's $7 for that seven-day trial. And both of them, on average, um, their monthly service is about $80. 
but one of the things that I didn't mention in in that uh, episode, and I found a great new tool that works just like uh, BuzzSumo and Ahrefs, and it's uh, called Social Animal, and it's at socialanimal.io. It's a little cheaper than BuzzSumo and Ahrefs, and it gives you about 20 results for free. They have a 15-day uh, free trial, and the light version of their software package is $49 a month, as opposed to the $80 that I mentioned for BuzzSumo and Ahrefs. And with any of these, again, uh, the idea is not to rehash what they've done, but just to use it as a springboard for your own topics. Another tool that you can use, and this one is free, is hashtagifyme, which is at hashtagify.me. And all you need to do with that is you type in the hashtag that you want to look up, and it'll give you um, some of the more popular hashtags related to that. And then you can go on Twitter or Instagram or whatever social media platform that's uh, hashtag-friendly, and you can look up some of the different topics that are being discussed around those hashtags. Uh, The other tools that you can use from your toolbox um, are those that will just give you a good headline to get your juices flowing. So there's three of those tools that I've I've recommended and I would highly suggest that you check out. The first one is Portent's Content Generator, which is at uh, portent.com slash tools slash title dot maker uh, or dash maker. And uh, the second one is HubSpot's Blog Topic Generator. So that's at HubSpot.com slash blog dash topic dash generator. And what both of those do is you just put in your keywords and it'll generate some various uh, titles and, and content ideas for you. Some of them are really silly but uh, it'll start getting your juices flowing and you say, oh, well, I don't want to say it that way, but I can say it in, in this other way or, or take a couple of them and put them together, that sort of stuff. The other idea that I have for you is to use something called Quandry's Content Idea Generator, and that's at contentideagenerator.com. And there, what you'll need to do is you'll need to answer about 18 questions um, about your topic and about your audience and some, some other information that it needs in order to generate, um, I think the last time I did it, it generated over 300 um, topics that you can use as uh, blog post ideas. Some of them were good, some of them weren't so good, but at least it got some juices flowing. So those are three really good ways that you can start looking at um, uh, headline titles and get your ideas from that. The next place where you can find inspiration is by asking questions or doing some polling. And sometimes the best ideas come when we ask a question to our target audience. And you can do this in on your Facebook page or in a LinkedIn group or a Facebook group. But there are some sites out there that are really geared towards answering questions and giving feedback from a larger audience. And the two that I would recommend are Reddit and Quora. And what I suggest that you do with both of them is that you choose some keywords or keyword phrases and type them into the search engines and see what comes up. And uh, you may be surprised at the results and and really come away with uh, quite a few different topics for uh, your future blog posts. Next, uh, you can revisit your old blog posts. 
And uh, especially if you've been blogging for a while, you probably have some really great content already. And with this, I'm not really advocating rehashing what you've done, but rather looking at these posts and seeing what successful and checking on a couple of things um, like if there was anything in the comments that you could take and turn into a blog post or if there was a particular portion of that blog post that you could expand on um, or if there's a series of blog posts that you've done that were really successful that you could con uh, you could consolidate into a similar topic or give it a new point of view or if anything's changed in your industry, is there anything that you can do to um, do an updated uh, blog post that's similar to what you had done in the past? The next two ideas that I have are really about um, you and figuring out how you can uh, change your, your mindset. So the first is um, find some ways to trick yourself as you're going through this writer's block and um, it, and, and this may or may not work. It probably depends on your personality. But there's a couple of different things that you can do here. Uh, one, you can give yourself a deadline um, and say, I need to have this blog post done by XYZ. Uh, another is to give yourself a challenge for brainstorming. Think about things that, are, that look like opposites and aren't related um, and figure out ways that they're related or ask somebody else for a particular topic, those, those types of things. The last one is to get out of your head. And what I mean by that is to get up out of your environment, go do something else, uh, take a break. Um, and sometimes for me, the best ideas come when I'm not actually thinking about it and getting frustrated over the fact that I don't have a topic to, to, uh, to, to write about. So those are the ways that I would uh, look to find inspiration elsewhere. And it's time for our next break. And when we come back, we'll actually look at some blog post ideas that will inspire you. So stay tuned. Think you've seen everything there is to see in online television? Let us surprise you. Visit voiceamerica.tv today for sports, health, business, and more on demand 24-7. Like what you are hearing on marketing that won't break the bank? Join our mailing list to receive show updates, exclusive bonus materials, and more information on marketing for small businesses. To sign up, visit 411marketingsolutions.com forward slash radio. Each week, Larry Sternberg joins Dr. Kim Turnage to explore management issues from culture to discipline in Managing to Make a Difference. Join Talent Plus for 60 minutes of dynamic conversation, including real-life management examples helping you manage teams across the globe. This series airs on Voice America, the business channel, Thursdays at 5 p.m. Eastern, 2 p.m. Pacific. Managing to Make a Difference every Thursday afternoon with Larry Sternberg and Dr. Kim Turnage. When it comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network. You are listening to Marketing That Won't Break the Bank. To reach Janet Kunst or her guest today, please call in to the program at 1-866-472-5790. Again, that's 1-866-472-5790. You may also send an email to Janet 
at 411marketingsolutions.com. Now, back to Marketing That Won't Break the Bank. Welcome back to Marketing That Won't Break the Bank. So before the break, and if you're keeping track, I gave you seven ideas on how to find inspiration when you have writer's block. So now we're going to finish out our list of 25 ideas with some actual blog post ideas to get your juices flowing. So the first one that I have for you is to write a list article. And this is at the top of this list because people just love lists. Um, you see them every day, whether it's something uh, like along the lines of 10 ways to do XYZ in 45 minutes or five things you should never say to your spouse. People are just enthralled with these lists. And in fact, they're uh, among the most popular blog posts and articles around since they have a tendency to be in bullet point format. And and so people can scan the list and just focus on the ones that they really want to read about. So there's two ways that you can use this tip. And the first is to look for other list articles to come up with suggested topics for a non-list blog post if you want to do that. Or the second way is to put a, together a list uh, um, yourself on your industry or your niche and uh, using either past posts or, or other post topics that your audience will love. And uh, the Portense content generator that I mentioned earlier is loaded with list titles based on your keyword phrase. And again, some of them are silly because it'll say, for example, it'll say 15 ways Darth Vader would not use social media or something like that. But um, it will get your juices flowing and it'll give you a little bit of a chuckle uh, while you're in the process of trying to figure that out. The next idea I have for you is to do a blog post on frequently asked questions. So uh, the idea behind this is that every day you're constantly answering questions your customer or client may be asking. So why not just take those questions and turn them into blog posts? And I frequently use this suggestion with clients who are really just starting out with blogging and social media because there's a number of ways that you can use the same information in various formats. So not only are you taking care of your writer's block, but you're also getting ready to repurpose your content. So this is the suggestion that I usually have for this idea. Sit down and write the top 10 questions that you're asked on a continual basis, including the answers, and then turn each one of those questions and answers into a blog post. And once you've done that, take those blog posts and uh, turn them into a video at, that answers the same question. And then you can post the video to YouTube and some of your social media platforms. Don't post them all at the same time because your audience may see it 20 times and may say, well, they just uh, blasted it out to everything. Um, and, that, and, and by doing that, by, um, by uh, making it a blog post and then turning it into a, a video, you get at least two or three different ways that you can use this one piece of information in your content marketing machine. So, um, so that's, that's a really great and easy way to come up with an idea um, if you're stuck for one for your next blog post. Another way that you can uh, uh, get out of that rut is to uh, interview somebody. 
And people love to talk about themselves and what they're passionate about. So if you're stuck with for an idea um, for your next blog post, just interview somebody who has a great take on a specific topic um, that your audience is interested in. So this is really a great idea if you're in what you would consider a boring industry and you can't uh, bring yourself to writing a, another article on uh, the different uh toilet seats that you can get or how to what the rate is for your mortgage or something like that and I have one of my clients does this uh, very very well she's a mortgage lender and uh, and she knows that people don't really want to read about mortgages all the time so what she does is she said the reason why they're getting mortgages is because they want to move into a house or they're upgrading their house or something like that. So let me interview people that have uh, great information about um, their household. So whether it's a locksmith or whether it's somebody that can help them with their finances so that they can actually get them in in uh, good working order so that uh, they can actually get their mortgage or, or an interior decorator or somebody like that, it's a great way to give your audience uh, relevant content that they want and uh, not have to hear about your boring industry or your boring business all the time. It, it's just a very good spin. And, and, it gives, and it even gives your audience a chance to see something from a different perspective than, than yours. Next, uh, how-to articles are really great, and this kind of goes along with uh, the idea of answering questions, but you can always teach your audience something. For example, uh, and, and like I said with the interviews, you may want to do uh, how to clean up your credit history if you're a realtor or a mortgage broker or something along the lines, how to save on your electric bill with LED lights if you're an electrician. I, I'm going along with the boring industry um, idea here, but you, you get the idea. There, there's a lot of things that you can teach your audience, and all you have to do is turn it into a how-to blog post. Another way that you can uh, put together a blog post that you may not have done in the past or you can do when you don't have any ideas is to uh, tell personal stories or give your audience a look behind the scenes. And and the idea behind this is, and we've talked about the fact that people do business with those that they know, like, and trust. And this is one way to get your audience to know you better. Um, and I don't necessarily mean the messy stories, or but I do mean things like mistakes that you may have made and what you learned from them. Maybe something that's coming up in your business or why you do what you do or if you're going to a, con a convention or some kind of conference, uh, giving them a, a look at what you're looking forward to at the conference or give them a, a rundown of what's happened after the conference, those types of things. Another thing that you could do is a product review. So I'm sure that you use a lot of different products or services within your business that you absolutely love and know that you can't live without. So why not turn one of those products or services into a blog post and explain to your audience um, what it is, what it does, 
what the pros are, what the cons are, and why you recommend using it. That's a great blog post. And people just love that because if they're looking for something along those same lines, those are the things that they're looking for. They're looking for product reviews. And if you're able to do that, um, they'll actually see you as an expert and they'll want to come back for, for more information from you. Another great idea for a blog post would be um, customer success stories. And these really work well, um, particularly if you can prove the results. You can do it as a before and after type story where you describe the problem or situation they were in before you started working with them and the process that they went through and the results. And it also goes a long way to getting your audience to know, like, and trust you uh, when they can see other others that have used your products and services and have been successful in, in using, using you. Um, so that's really a great way to um, not only get that word out to your audience, but also to have your customers invested in your success. Another idea is to put together a resource guide where you put together a list of useful links that your audience will appreciate and you think will uh, come in handy and they'll keep handy. Um, The links can be for resources in in your industry or whatever you want. So for example, a realtor may have a list of neighborhood resources or contacts for buyers looking in a particular area like schools and uh, different churches and all that sort of stuff. I have one client that um, sells... Uh, earthquake and survival products and what she does is she has a list of disaster related um, articles and checklists and uh, links to government um, sponsored uh, sites that will give you information on what to do in case of certain emergencies and all that sort of stuff and it's really one of those pages that a lot of people really like and go to Uh, Another, and and this next blog post idea is kind of out there. So as I said, some of these may not apply to you, but this one I I like because it's a little unique and it's to write a holiday on a holiday specific topic. And, um, and I'm not talking about Christmas and Thanksgiving and all that, because you know that, uh, there's a holiday for almost every day of the year on any topic that you can think of. So whether it's National Donut Day or uh, Give a High Five Day, there's chances are that there's one that will uh, pique your interest and the interests of your audience. You can choose to write about it and how it applies to your industry. And you can find a good list of holidays at uh, holidayscalendar.com and they have them for the U.S. They have them for every country you can imagine and every topic you can and imagine and it's broken down um, by month and all that sort of stuff. It's really funny to look at it but I'm sure that it will pique some of your interest and give you some good ideas for, for a new blog post. Another idea is to uh, create a glossary so uh, the 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 reasoning behind this is that we've all been confronted with those uh, pesky 
acronyms and industry jargon that roll rolls off your tongue and you pretend that you know what they're talking about when in fact you actually don't. So uh, the idea is to put together a glossary of in- industry terms that helps your audience or the layperson who's not familiar with your industry know exactly what each of them means. And that would be a really great blog post. Another idea is to do a blog roundup. So this could be this could be a couple of different things. One is you, I told you before that you should be following some of your industry leaders and influencers. So why not uh, check out their blogs and maybe once a week or once a month or whatever your schedule is, just do a summary of those blog posts and have a link to the um, the post itself and give your take on it. That's a, another great idea. Um, you can write about myths and misconceptions. So we all know what uh, urban legends are and how they're debunked. So why not uh, try to put together a post about some of those misconceptions or myths surrounding your industry or business and de- debunk them so that maybe your um, audience has some objections to cost or time or whatever that prevents them from um, buying from you. Uh, use this uh blog post idea to just debunk some of those and, and, and strip them away so that there's really nothing standing between them and using your services, for example. Um, you can also do a post, and this is a, also an interesting one, on what questions your audience should be asking. So before we talked about um, having them ask frequently asked questions, you answering frequently asked questions that your audience asks. Well, I know because I have the same thing, is there some questions that they actually should be asking and aren't? So why not take that and turn that into a blog post and say, here's some of the things that you should be asking, and these are the answers to those questions, and these are the reasons why you should be asking these questions. So that's really another great idea for you if if you're stuck on coming up with an idea for your next blog post. Um, You could do a post on top trends in your industry, and this is really because things are changing so quickly, and in some cases, it's really hard to keep up with those changes. So let your audience know what's going on, what they need to be aware of, and why it's really important to them. And then uh, another idea would be to motivate your audience through blog quotes. Um, and sometimes we just need a little bit of inspiration. So why not give give that to your audience? So compi- by compiling a list of top quotes in your industry and sharing them with your audience. That's a really simple way to put together a, a blog post if you're stuck. And with that, we are going to our last uh, break. And when we come back, we'll finish up with the last three blog post ideas. And I'll talk to you about what's next on marketing that won't break the bank. So stay tuned. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Let's face it, marketing your business is a lot more complicated than it used to be. If you are like many small business owners, you don't have the time to learn how to effectively market your business. At 411 Marketing Solutions, we recognize that when it comes to marketing, one size does not fit all. 
We take the time to understand your business goals and objectives, then help you put an action plan in place to engage them. 411 Marketing Solutions will help you develop a cost-effective plan that helps you build relationships with customers where, when, and how they want to communicate. Please visit us online at 411MarketingSolutions.com to find out how we can help you achieve success in your marketing efforts. That's 411MarketingSolutions.com. Get a unique and playful insider's take on the biggest stories in tech, media, and entertainment. Join Lori H. Schwartz, well-known technology catalyst, comedian, and geek girl, as she and leading experts in the media and content business dive into the biggest stories in technology trends, consumer behaviors, and its impact on Hollywood. If you're looking to respond to the tech-fueled changes in the marketplace, then tune in to the Tech Cat Show Wednesdays at 1 p.m. Pacific, 4 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Business and syndicated to Voice America Women's Channel. The business community's first choice in Internet talk radio, Voice America Business Network. You are listening to Marketing That Won't Break the Bank. To reach Janet Kunst or her guest today, please call in to the program at 1-866-472-5790. Again, that's 1-866-472-5790. You may also send an email to Janet at 411marketingsolutions.com. Now, back to Marketing That Won't Break the Bank. Welcome back to Marketing That Won't Break the Bank. So far, I've given you 22 blog post ideas for when you have writer's block and are stuck with what to do next. Um, I have three more ideas for you, and then I have a couple of caveats that I want to give you before we finish up our episode today and I talk to you about what's next on uh, Marketing That Won't Break the Bank. So... Topic uh, idea number 23 is to do something on the top trends in your industry. And uh, we, we started to talk about this earlier, but what this is, is there's things that are going on in your industry that have changed uh, quite frequently. So you want to make sure that you keep your audience up to date and make sure that you're um, giving them an idea of what's what's going on right now and some of the things that they should uh, be aware of that are coming uh, down the pike. Um, so that, that's something that you can do on a regular basis if you want to put that into your um, blog post rotation. The next idea is to compile statistics for your industry or your niche. And again, just as people love uh, lists, they love numbers, and this is a great way to take advantage of that by putting together some of those statistics in your industry. And you can choose general statistics um, if you want, but what I, I like to do is I like to find those little-known facts and get my audience to say, hmm, never even considered that. So, so that's another really good idea if you're at a loss for what to write about. Um, my last idea... And this is actually one of those ideas that you can use for your blog, but I would also highly suggest that you take and turn around and go to other people's blogs and do. And that is to invite readers to guest post. So if you're really at a loss for a topic yourself, 
um, why not just uh, let someone else write a guest post on your blog? So um, the idea behind this is that you you allow somebody else to come in and write a blog post, um, giving their their take on uh, a particular topic, or maybe it's something that um, they're passionate about and it's within your industry and that sort of stuff. Uh, what happens if you do that and you let your readers guest post is it gives them a little bit of ownership to your blog and they'll start uh, bringing in their audience so you'll start growing your audience which gives you a, a better opportunity to promote your products and services and it also um, allows you to uh, talk to people that you wouldn't necessarily have talked to in the past and what I mean when I say that you can turn this around as well other blogs and other um, professionals are looking for people to post on their uh, blogs. So uh, why don't you go and seek those people out and pitch the idea of uh, posting as a guest blogger on their sites um, so that you get some extra exposure that way because you'll be uh, talking to a completely different audience as well. So that's really another great idea that works both ways. And with that, that's the 25 different ways that you can uh, uh, put together some blog post ideas uh, when you have writer's block. But there's a couple of different caveats that I want to remind you of. And the first is that um, one of the key things that you want to do with all your content marketing is to get your audience to know, like, and trust you. And that means that your content needs to be your own. Um, don't try to take some shortcuts and copy other people's content or be lazy and just start putting together lists with links to other people's content. I know that there was some of my ideas, but don't make, make that the exception rather than the rule. Uh, and the reason is that uh, if you if you do take other people's content or if you're just doing lists that are compiling other people's content, your audience may start to wonder why they should listen to you and not just follow those people that you're recommending or that you're, that you're uh, using their content for. So um, what I suggest is that you make your blog your proverbial soapbox, but don't forget that your job is to provide um, useful, relevant content and not use it as a constant advertisement for your product and service. And we talked about that when we've, we've talked about social media in the past. You don't want to always be saying, buy my product, buy my product, buy my product. You want to build that relationship so that they get to know, like, and trust you. And once they get to that point the, and see you as that expert, the sales will come relatively easily after that. So your blog is your platform to build that audience and to build that trust. And on occasion, you can um, you can promote your products and services and, and go back to that that uh, 30, 60, 10 rule that we've talked about in the past where about 10% of your, your time should be spent promoting your products and 30 and 60% of the time should be based on your content and, and uh, giving, uh, giving them some information in the industry and that sort of stuff. So just keep those things in mind. Well, we've made it and uh, I've given you those 25 blog post ideas that will help you when you have writer's block. 
And as I said when we started, I, I just recommend that you start compiling some of the information for these ideas into a file. Um, usually it's called a swipe file. Uh, where you you have those ideas already at your fingertips, whether it's on your computer or in, in, in a physical file, and you can just uh, go to them when you need it most. You don't have to do all the research when you have that, um, that writer's block. You already have some of those ideas all ready to go. And I want to congratulate you because we finished part four of our blogging boot camp series, and I hope that I've gotten your juices flowing for your next article or your next blog post. If you've missed any of the previous blogging bootcamp episodes, I really do encourage you to go back and listen to them. Um, and also, I'd love to hear how your blog is shaping up for the year. So let me know how you're going to use the information that you've learned over the last four weeks um, or from this blog, uh, from this episode by leaving me a comment at on Facebook at 411 Marketing Solutions. And I would personally love to follow your blogging journey. So connect with me on Twitter at Janet Kunst, on Instagram at Janet.Kunst, or again on my Facebook page at 411 Marketing Solutions. So if you have any questions about what we've covered, or if you have a question that I didn't answer today and it's just burning in your mind, please feel free to drop me a line at Janet at 411MarketingSolutions.com. And I also want to remind you that you can still participate in our 30 Days of Blogging Challenge. I hope I've inspired you over the last four weeks with this topic and that you're ready to go and you just need a little tiny bit more inspiration. So uh, you can take part in this challenge anytime you want. It is free. And each day what you'll do is you'll receive various types of tips and techniques that will help you take your blogging to the next level. And all you need to do to do that is to sign up at 411marketingchallenge.com slash 30 days of blogging. And what will happen is you'll get an email from me every day. And uh, I'll invite you to join our Facebook group, uh, which is 411 Marketing Challenge. You'll get to answer and ask any of, quest of your questions. You'll get to interact with the community and uh, let us know how you're doing. And um, I really encourage you to do that. So uh, now that we've finished our blogging bootcamp series, next week we're going to start a new series on email marketing mastery because now that you have your blog going, you need to kind of attract that audience. So we're going to talk about it and how to do that through email marketing. Um, and during this four-part series, we're going to look at why email is still important in today's uh, world and how to grow your email list and exactly what you should be emailing your audience and a lot more. So if you have a question that you want answered, please, please send me an email at Janet at 411 Marketing Solutions or connect with me on Facebook at 411 Marketing Solutions. Um, I really thank you for joining me today on Marketing That Won't Break the Bank, and I hope it was informative. I hope you've enjoyed this series on uh, Blogging Boot Camp and you've come away with some new ideas to market your business. Have a great week, and I'll see you on the flip side. Thank you for tuning in this week to Marketing That Won't Break the Bank. Be sure to join Janet Kunst for another edition of the program next Wednesday at 3 p.m. Eastern Time and 12 noon Pacific Time on the Voice America Business Channel. 
Now you can use what you've learned in today's show and step up your marketing efforts. 